You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome. I hope you're having an amazing day. You're listening to Provisions and Libations, and I'm your host, Robin Bogue, on the Mission Matters Podcast Network. On today's show, we have Patty Brown with Dottie Sweet Delights. Welcome to the show, Patty. Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome. I'm so excited. We are talking about wholesome candy and all the good stuff that comes with that. <laughs> it's going to be exciting. So first of all, let's start with Dottie's Sweet Delights. Where does the name come from? My mom was Dottie. She was a fantastic co- cook. and my inspiration. And when I started the business, I just did not want to name a business after myself. So the first person I came to was my mom. And I think that's lovely in that I had known you for, I don't know, three or four years. And I had always wondered that. And I almost, I think I called you Dottie one time because Dottie and Patty are are this, you know, kind of very close in in name. And we were at an event and I came up and I... I did. I know for sure that I did it because your husband set me straight and said, no, this is Patty. And then I always had wondered where the name had come from. So I think that's lovely that you named it after her. Thank you. Yeah. So what got you into making chocolates, making sweet delights, and how does that tie into wholesome candy? Well, I, I grew up on a ranch We were about 25 miles out of a town of 750 people. So you cook three meals a day at home when you're that isolated. Yes. And my mom had me on a step stool next to her cooking. And she not only talk about what we're making today, but she talked about the science behind it. Food plus heat equals a different thing. Mm -hmm. And she'd make caramel and she'd drop it into the ice water and she'd show me, oh, this is almost ready, but it's not quite ready. So as an adult, I, I gifted candy and cookies, you know, Christmas time and birthdays. And so everybody had tasted food that I made and talked about what a great cook I was. And for some reason, 24, five years ago, probably. English toffee was my thing. Mm -hmm. I would always give English toffee. And I'm at my husband and I are at a girlfriend's house one night and there were a couple of other couples there. And she said, Oh my God, you got to taste Patty's toffee. It's like crack cocaine. So this (laughs) guy immediately looked at me and I known his wife for a while, but I really didn't know him and had no idea what he did. And he said, will you take care of my client gifts this year for Christmas. And it was early November. And I said, sure. So I got his business card, but he said, really deliver it to my house in Camarillo. So uh, we lived in Ventura County at the time. So I made a batch of toffee, took it to him. And the next day I got an email. We loved it. I'd like 90, (laughs) one and a half pound boxes. And I'm like, oh, okay. Randomly. This guy that I did accounts payable and accounts receivable for had just purchased a commercial kitchen. So I said, can I go in one day when nobody else is there 
and make coffee because I knew it would be a lot easier and mm-hmm. you can economy of scale and all of that. And so that really worked out great. And after, and then I started telling my friends, this guy ordered coffee and they're like, well, I'll take five pounds. I'll take 10, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, Oh, okay. So when it was all over with, I looked at Bob, my husband, and I said, you know, I made money and I had some fun. I think I'm going to do this. So I worked on the domain and building a website and getting all of the health department permits and everything else that's involved with starting a a business. And the following Christmas, I, I was up and doing business and it's been, and that was 2015. So, and it's been great since and was able to move, gosh, now three, four years ago. And this has kept going and, and it's, it's worked out great. It it has worked out great because I know your products because I have them because you're at all the local events. And so I tried them. We were just at the women's network Christmas luncheon and you had the, we had the little boxes on the tables Uh Uh and I quickly opened mine and I popped them right in my mouth because they were delicious. Oh, thank you. And I knew that they would be that. So are you doing this at home then in a home commercial kitchen or are you still doing it in a commercial kitchen in town? I just this fall transitioned to what the state of California calls a cottage B license, which essentially turned my kitchen into a commercial kitchen. Okay. So it has all the inspections and all and all of the rights and privileges and all of the responsibilities of cooking in a commercial kitchen, mm-hmm. but I'm doing it at home. Yeah. And it worked out better than I thought. I was always concerned about space, but right. it it worked out better than I thought it would this year. One of the tenants, the mission of my business, when I had had almost a full year to get started before I was really a legal operating mm-hmm. business, was I, I did some deep soul searching about the kind of product that I want to produce. And, and that's where the wholesome comes in. The first rule was there will be no corn syrup in anything that I make, Mm -hmm. that I'd use hormone-free dairy so that the hormones that are fed to the cattle Mm -hmm. on factory farms wasn't present in the dairy products that I use. I have, from the very beginning, used Calibo chocolate. And if you put my chocolates next to commercial chocolate, like a C's candy or something else that's readily available nationwide. The amount of wax that's in those other products is not, there is no paraffin Mm -hmm. in, in this chocolate. It, it, it melts easier. And that's why businesses that ship hundreds of thousands of pounds use a chocolate that has a lot of wax. And to me, it tastes like wax Mm -hmm. because once you know the difference, you know the difference. Yeah. So I make caramels with local honey and premium dairy products, and I use organic sugar and everything. So I've really strived to be, to tell people 
I use real food Mm -hmm. that you have in your kitchen to make real food. Yes, it has sugar, (laughs) but it has, it's so much more wholesome and better for your body than what you're going to find on a, on a store shelf somewhere. Right. And the extra dark chocolate from Calibo contains zero sugar and zero dairy. And the dark chocolate contains zero dairy and almost no sugar. There is a little bit of sugar in it. So for someone that vegetarian or vegan, that's looking for something that really, really thinks hard about what am I going to consume and what I'm going to put into my body, mm-hmm. my products will, will fit that need. I'm, I've converted a lot of the fillings in my truffles to vegan by swapping dairy milk for coconut milk. Mm-hmm. And I don't use any preservatives, no stabilizers, unless it's present in the chocolate or it's present in another ingredient I use. No artificial colors, no art- artificial flavors. You're not going to find a ton of fufu. You're not going to find colors because colors for the most part aren't good for us. You're not going to find a ton of sprinkles or anything else that brings the artificial flavors, colors in into the mix. It's mm-hmm. it's not there. I Calibo makes a ruby chocolate, which is actually pink. Oh. So people look at it and they think that I've colored it pink. It's not pink coloring. It's actually a pink cocoa bean that Calibo, Barry Calibo, who very well known in Europe as a leader in the chocolate industry, found this pink cocoa bean. And it took him years to figure out how to make it into a couverture chocolate, which is the tempering chocolate. I I don't Mm. buy chocolate chips. I use tempering chocolate for everything. Oh, very nice. I'd love one of the things that I do love about your chocolates, especially when I saw them in December was they were all different shades of browns mm-hmm. and that I felt like that was so beautiful and it, they looked nice on the tables and everybody had a different combination ass- assortment of mm-hmm. chocolates and your flavor combinations were amazing because everyone oh, thank you. had different and hearing this only now makes it that much more special for me to try it because that your flavor combinations, I'd wondered how you'd come up with them because it was so different and it was nothing like I had tasted before. So it's almost like it tasted clean because yeah. it was no wax or any of the artificial. So it's, right. I'm understanding now what it is that I was having in right. So how did you learn about all of that? Like, where did you come across your your pink, your ruby chocolate? Like, where did you learn or stumble across that to be able to use it? Well, I actually drive into LA to purchase chocolate a couple of times a year at a food supply Mm -hmm. that sells Calibo. And I get their newsletter and they had put out, it was probably two years ago. They had, they had, made an announcement probably around this time of year in their January newsletter that they were adding the ruby chocolate to their assortment. And they, they explained it a little bit. And then I, I Googled it Mm -hmm. and figured out what it was. Tempering chocolate. (laughs) I've met so many people that have tried to temper chocolate Mm -hmm. and 
the great chocolate showdown that was on TV last fall really made it look easy where it's not. I've actually invested in three chocolate tempering machines where I put chocolate and then I put seed chocolate, which is tempered chocolate that hasn't ever been melted since it was tempered. Okay. So you add the, like when I clean out in the machine, I, I, I cool it, cut it, cut it up. And that's my chocolate. And then I add seed chocolate, which is fresh from the bar, which I get in 22 pound bars and, and it tempers chocolate perfectly. You tell Mm -hmm. it, you tell it how high to go, how low to go, and then what temperature to hold it at. And so that's because I tried to temper chocolate and when you need to temper 10 pounds at a time, Mm -hmm. the amount of time you have to spatula a bowl of chocolate, it, it just doesn't make sense. So for listeners who are listening, define the word temper. What does that mean? Temper it adds a gloss and a snap to chocolate and untempered chocolate is softer than tempered chocolate and it doesn't have the gloss that we expect to have mm-hmm. in chocolate and you my oh, I don't know when someone would have seen it but there are messages on big boxes of chocolate that it needs if it's shipped during the summer that it needs to be held in at at a stable temperature or else Mm -hmm. it will melt. And so if you see chocolate that has a gray tinge to it or looks splotchy, Mm -hmm. that's chocolate that was tempered that is now out of temper. It'll still taste good, but it doesn't have the snap that a tempered chocolate should have. And I can picture that opening a candy bar when you're growing up, you're like, Ooh, is this bad? And it wasn't, it's just, I had gone through and it was softer. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's a complicated scientific thing that I, I could understand, but I, I just understand. And on occasion, even with my tempering machine, you know, I'll do 25 or 30 chocolates at once. And occasion when I tap them out, one of them isn't in temper everything else is Mm -hmm. but I can see immediately that one's not properly tempered so it goes off in my pile to give somebody (laughs) and I got that pile when you when you arrived today you gave me a little a little goodie bag and I'm like oh my goodness like happy valentine's day some of those things weren't (laughs) some of those things just weren't tempered properly and so I'm like it's perfectly good but I I can't sell it Mm -hmm. so yeah, because then you know someone like me will walk up and be like, "Hey, what is that little cloudy like little? Right. What is that? Yeah, right. I see that. So, what are your trends or seasonal products that you're working on for this year? Like, I know we have Valentine's Day coming up. Do you do things special for that, and then maybe Easter? And tell us about your your seasons or your year plan for the chocolate. Okay. Company. Well, this last year I added marshmallows and a line of eight flavors of fudge anything that I can mold into a heart shape goes into a heart shape Mm -hmm. right now I have a couple of flavors that are heart shape year round so I'm I'm looking at anything that looks pretty and fancy rather Mm -hmm. than just your normal chocolate shape and so I have I I started a few years ago 
molding my toffee into um, heart shapes and then I dip it in chocolate and drizzle other chocolates on top of it. That's huge this time of year. I anticipate that all I've done fudge and heart shapes and all of the flavors, marshmallows and heart shapes, and there'll be more of that to come. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'll I'll mix and match a bag where some will be covered in chocolate and some marshmallows will not be covered in chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I'm trending toward offering everything that can be vegan with a vegan option, mm-hmm. both on my website and I'm I'm on Harvestly, which is a local food delivery service. Mm-hmm. And more on Harvestly than even through my website, people look for vegan mm-hmm. because Harvestly is is more for people who are conscious about the foods that they're eating. So a lot of vegan activity there. The white chocolate, the ruby chocolate, the milk chocolate, that'll never be vegan because those flavors will always contain milk, Mm -hmm. but dark and extra dark can easily be converted to vegan. And then for Easter, more of the same, but it transitions to bunny shapes and flowers and more spring offering. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what you do for Easter. So do you sell at any local stores or it's just basically through your website and harvesting? I'd like, I'm, I'm able to with the cottage bee license wholesale. And I'd like to have some local stores. Mm -hmm. I'm that's part of my business plan for this year, but right now I do not have it. So talking about Easter, how many eggs have you made and created with the chocolates? And what's the idea with the different color chocolate? I've made lots of eggs and (laughs) lots of bunnies in a variety of different sizes, probably hundreds and or more. You know, traditionally, Easter has a lot of solid chocolate, but then they have a lot of marshmallow filled or cream filled cream filled eggs and bunnies. So I I do a lot of customizing. I'll someone will say, I want to place an order. I need I want this many and we'll kind of dial it down to what their budget is and what they're looking for and you know what I can what I can give for mm-hmm. for that. Last year I did a whole lot of solid chocolate, but I really like playing with marshmallow. And so I'm hoping that this year I get a lot more interest in Mm -hmm. having something else inside because I have one mold that's pretty good size. The bunny's like six or seven inches high. And I'm like, that's like a pound of chocolate. (laughs) Just one bunny. You could see a little kid running around with, you know, half the ear eaten off and the the foil wrapping like kind of hanging off and the chocolate oozing out of their mouth. Yeah, it was. I'm like, that's a lot of chocolate. So, yeah. So, what kind of filling would you put in there? Would you put a cream filling or nuts? Do you ever do nuts with your chocolates? I, I do. And I probably ought to do more. When I do events, though, I talk to a lot of people that come up and say, what do you have without nuts? Because right. I'm allergic. Yes. And so you, you try to fit a product line to where there's 
something for everyone. Yes. And, and I've, I've worked hard to do that. I need to probably add more coconut and there's a couple of other things. I really fill it with whatever they want Mm -hmm. and I'll work with people if, if they're looking for something in particular, I had someone last fall ask me to do marzipan, which I had never done before. He was from maybe the Netherlands or something where Mm -hmm. marzipan is, is, is there candy that they mm-hmm. that they give and gift. So I'll, you know, I tell people I can make anything. Tell right. me, tell me what you're looking for. And I love playing. Yeah. And I and I'll give you my experiments, you know, yeah. just to try to to try to get it right. So that that whatever they're looking for, I I can I'll I'll customize it, provided it's not December. 10th. Right. It that needs to be pre-thought. <laughs> that needs to be like yeah. early fall yeah. to get it to, by December. So with customizing, do you do events like weddings? And if you did a wedding, because I have an upcoming wedding with my children oh. this year. So now all of a sudden I'm going ding, 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 light bulb moment with the wedding. It'll be in Texas in November. Mm-hmm. What do you do for weddings? Like, I don't even know where to begin because we just started the process. So mm-hmm. in the kids may not want chocolate at their wedding. I don't know, but tell me what you would do for a wedding. Well, I've done all kinds of things. I've had people that fell. I do a lavender honey caramel that there's a niche of people that really, really love lavender caramel. Mm -hmm. And they, they wanted all of their guests at their wedding to have Mm -hmm. lavender caramels. I've done little my toffee hearts have been great for both weddings as a wedding favor and for bridal showers because it's a perfect fit for bridal showers either individually packaged or on a on a candy buffet I've done candy buffets where Mm -hmm. I've set up all different kinds of candies with tongs and other apparatus so people can pick pick up safe where where they feel like they're they're safe, not, not touching everything. Yes. So I I can really do whatever people are looking for. I've done little boxes of truffles for mm-hmm. weddings or party favors or 60th birthday parties or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so there's a little little bit on my website that speaks to those type of product offerings, but I love it when somebody calls me and says, this is what I'm looking for, or can you do this? Or will you, and I'll always match the color of the ribbons or the color of the boxes or the color of the foils to Mm -hmm. match their wedding colors. I have a wide array that's available to me. So um, you're bringing in the color, just not in the food. It's in the packaging. Exactly. Oh, perfect. Exactly. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, I definitely will be in touch with you about the chocolate. So I'm going to think about that because that we can, I have several, so I'll have showers and mm-hmm. all of that coming up. So oh, that's so fun. I'm grateful for this conversation because <laughs> my, I just, my mind wasn't there. And now I'm like, oh, now I know what to do. Mm-hmm. So that, can you tell the listeners today about your website and how they can get in touch with you? Oh, sure. Website is Dottie's sweetdelights.com. It's D O T T I E S because Dottie's can also be spelled with a Y and my name is spelled with a Y. And on there, you'll find all of my product lineup and a little bit about me. And you'll see that I won an award 
actually the first year that I had my business, I won the a, award at the Casa Pacifica Food and Wine Festival. I was one of the top three in the dessert category. Nice. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. And then I'm also on Facebook. And on Facebook, I always put, I do only three or four news e-newsletters every year, but I always post that on my Facebook page, which is also Dottie Sweet Delights. And I think that also goes to Instagram. So you can, and there you're going to find out about what's coming next if it hasn't gotten posted on my website yet, because I'm not a webmaster. So that has to go out to someone and specials for holiday season, all offerings that may or may not be on the website and items like that. One of the things that I love about today is you explaining how you utilize wholesome in chocolate because mm-hmm. they kind of don't go hand in hand. Right. You're like, oh no, that's like our little guilty pleasure. Right. And now you're taking the guilty pleasure and creating just pleasure. And so more people can have it and not right. have to worry about the red dyes or the blue dyes or, you know, the, just anything that's, you know, vegan, not vegan, and they're able to, all the chemicals that are out there, they just won't have the the reactions that people have and be able to actually enjoy it. So, and I appreciate the opportunity to, and for you to helping me spread the word that you can have a indulgence. That's not, Mm -hmm. not something that's going to either react within your body or make you feel guilty because Food should not be about guilt. Mm-hmm. No, it shouldn't. Or it should be a good guilt. If there is such a thing, I know guilt is supposed to be not a good thing, but a good guilty. Mm-hmm. That I I would love it. I am looking forward to purchasing for my upcoming festivities. And I look forward to seeing your products at future events because I know when I do, I'm going to grab a box. And then when I walk out, I'm going to grab an extra box if there's someone not sitting there because they are really that good. I wish, you know, doing a podcast, people don't get to see and they don't get to smell. And it's one of those things where it's like smell a vision and, you know, seeing mm-hmm. they have to use their imagination. So right. that hopefully they will get in touch with you and you'll see some good cells from this. And at least you've educated people to think outside of the box. Oh, I hope so. Thank you so much, Robin. You're welcome. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please follow Provisions and Libations wherever you listen to podcasts. I will be back next week with an all new episode. I am your host, Robin Bogue. You can learn about me on my website, eatdrinkandbemerry.online or my LinkedIn profile, Robin Bogue. I look forward to entertaining you, informing you and enlightening you with the perfect accommodations for connoisseurs of provisions and libations with an Epicurean flair. But first, let's eat and drink. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.